This is Isaac and Rob's Sports Talk. Tune in every Monday for new content. Make sure to give us a follow on social media on Instagram at Isaac and Rob Sports Talk. That is Isaac with two A's. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Isaac Rob Sports. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Isaac and Rob Sports Talk. We apologize for the episode being a little late. We had some matters come up yesterday, but uh, let's get right into it. Rob, how you feeling today? Doing good. Um, I'm glad to be back, and we have an exciting show today. Some news came out, and I'm ready to get on a roll with Isaac here, so um, I just hope to bring you guys good content, so let's get all into right. it. All right, for me, I'm doing all right. I've had a pretty good week so far. I uh, got back into the gym today after a couple days off, so I'm feeling good again. I'm excited. Uh, so today on the show, we will be discussing the NBA, uh, putting BLM, and uh, which is Black Lives Matter, uh, stuff on the court in Orlando. Then we'll be getting into some breaking news with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Then we'll be talking about probably the most breaking news in sports right now, which is Cam Newton moving from, uh, to the Patriots. And then we'll be getting into our hot take. So, Rob, uh, you saw that the NBA decided to – that the NBA Players Union actually decided to put uh, Black Lives Matter on the courts in Orlando. What do you think of this? Because I know that a lot of players were worried about the movement not getting attention because of, you know, the league restarting and stuff like that. So how do you think this helps? Uh, I think it works well, um, specifically because, again, players were concerned that, you know, them returning – would take away from the movement and what's going on with society right now. However, the NBA has decided that they will, you know, kind of promote it, promote it and show that it's, it's a big deal. And I think it shows that the NBA is really behind their players. Um, And, you know, I think that it will bring more attention because, you know, everyone's going to be, everyone who's craving sports is going to be wanting to watch, you know, the NBA restart, and now, you know, that's on there and it's on display. And I think it brings more attention. Yeah, movement. I agree with you. I think it does bring a good amount of attention. And I think it also works well because, you know, like we mentioned in past episodes, players were worried about BLM not getting enough attention because of everything restarting. But I kind of, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's, a, they have a, they, their heart's in the right place. But do you think that there's any chance that it backfires the way it did to, you know, how Colin Kaepernick, when he protested, they lost viewership in the NFL. And so the owners pretty much made the players stop the protest. Do you think anything like that can happen with this? It's going to be interesting um, only because, you know, we can't really. The NBA players specifically have protested about um, things before. Like LeBron and Kobe did too. Dwayne Wade when he was there, Kobe, you know, all the big name players and teams, um, you know, they protested several things in the NBA. And I don't know off the top of my head, but I don't think it really affected viewership. I think the NBA is a little, it's I think a little, it's a little more, more liberal more open yeah. to that type it's a little of more stuff. Liberal with that kind of stuff. And and I don't think there will be any problems. Um, like I said, sports is coming back, and I don't think I don't think that that's going to be an issue. Like I said, I think it will bring more awareness to it, and maybe people will 
do more research about it and what's going on. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. Like you mentioned, the NFL lost viewership with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Um, but like like I said, I feel like the NBA is ran better than the NFL, personally. Um, I know Adam Silver is you know, behind this, and he's showing, again, once again, that he's behind his players. And we'll have to wait and see, but I don't think it does – I don't think it drops any viewership at all, really. But what do you, how do you feel about it? Uh, like I said, I think their their heart's in the right place with it. I think it's a good way to bring awareness. I'm just a little worried about it because of, you know, what we've seen in the NFL. But, you know, there's a lot more black, I guess, representation in the higher on the higher-ups in the NBA. You know, there's a lot more black head coaches in the NBA than there are in the NFL. There's more black owners you know, there's no black owners in the NFL and, you know, the most famous owner in the NBA is Michael Jordan, not saying he's the best owner or anything like that, but, you know, he's extremely famous just because he's MJ. So you have a lot more representation of, you know, the black community in the NBA. So I don't think it'll be too much of a big deal. And I really think with the way Adam Silver is and with the way a lot of the players and coaches are, if they lose viewership, I don't think they're really going to care. Yeah, you know, guys like LeBron, um, the Giannis, even though Giannis is from Greece, he's still African-American. And, you know, other big names like Anthony Davis, um, Damian Lillard, who's in the who's in the return. I think that they care more about what's going on. And like I said, I think Adam Silver is going to is one of those commissioners that will be behind their players and support them, and I think you're right. I think if somehow they lose viewership, I think the NBA and their players will kind of point to, like, this is why we're doing this, because we're showing you that there's a clear problem with what's going on. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but I think they're doing the right thing, and I, like you said, I think their heart is in the right place with what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and like you said, Adam Silver – he listens to his players and coaches a lot more than Roger Goodell does because we see Roger Goodell and he's mostly just worried about the owners. You know, when we talked about Kaepernick or the apology he made to Black Lives Matter, he didn't even mention Colin Kaepernick's name. Not saying that Roger Goodell really owes Colin Kaepernick an apology because, I mean, that can go either way. I think the NFL definitely does, but you know, like like uh, like I just said, um, Roger Goodell is a lot more worried about commissioners or not commissioners, but owners and uh, you know his higher ups and putting money in their pockets. He's a lot more worried about that than Adam Silver is. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, I think, like I said, the players, you know, they were questioning whether or not that restarting the league was gonna take away or become a distraction from what's going on, and I think. Adam Silver saw that and said, I'm, I support you guys. And, you know, we'll put the initials of the movement on the court and it'll be on display. And people who are watching the NBA are going to see that, you know, it's a problem and the players get the support they want. And Adam Silver gets to restart his league. So I think it works out for both sides. Yeah. So, I mean, outside of, you know, that, that's a social issue. There's a more, you know, I guess help issue if you want to call it that with coronavirus and I know we're beating we're beating the crap out of a dead horse because it seems like we talk about it every episode 
But there's a lot of uh, players who are, you know, being diagnosed with coronavirus, one of them being DeAndre Jordan. And KD being out and Dinwiddie being out, their whole starting five and their six man will be sitting out of the NBA playoffs. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so like Isaac said, DeAndre Jordan tested positive for coronavirus, COVID-19. And Spencer Dinwiddie also tested positive. Um, so those are two major pieces to that team, obviously. And then no Kevin Durant because he's choosing not to come back from injury, which I think is smart. Um, Kyrie has decided that he does not want to play, so he will also not be on the team. And Wilson Chandler is a guy who's a veteran who kind of brings that that leadership quality to the team. He will also not be in Orlando. Um, and one of their rookies will not be there as well. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But um, so the, the Brooklyn Nets are missing uh, a lot of pieces. And, you know, people were wondering if Kyrie and Kevin – and if Kevin Durant decides to come back and him and Kyrie can go at it, could they make a run? And now most of their starting five is not even playing or not even going to Orlando. Um, so, you know, as far as, like, DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, they they tested positive for COVID-19, so I understand their reasonings. Durant not wanting to come back, I understand it completely. Kyrie, I wish he would play, but I've been on record before saying that I get what he's trying to do, but I think he needs to be there for his team. And Wilson Chandler and the rookie, you know, I don't really know too much about them, but they're both also African-American, and they're probably – feel that the league uh, will still take away from what's going on. So that's why they're not there either. Um, yeah, Brooklyn's Nets and their fans, I'm sorry, but I don't think you guys have any shot of a championship or even getting out of the first round of the playoffs. And we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, uh, Jared Allen's going to have to put that team on his back if they want to do anything. And not taking away from him, he's a solid player, but he's not a Kevin Durant or a Kyrie Irving. He's more of a, a role playing kind of guy. So, I mean, he's good, but he ain't he ain't a star. Um, I feel like had KD decided yeah. to play, I think Kyrie would have played. I just think he knows that his team wouldn't have won. So, I think he's that's why he's you know more worried about promoting Black Lives Matter and the cause and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think he should have played, especially with what the Players Union just decided with putting Black Lives Matter on the court. Like I said, I think it's going to reflect on him poorly if he decides to not play. Yeah, so, well, he's already decided that he's not going to play. He made that decision that he won't be with the team in Orlando. Um, you know, it's it's a multiple of factors. I think it's the fact that he still believes that the league will take away the attention of the movement. And I think it's the fact that a few of his teammates tested positive for COVID-19. So I think he's a little more scared than anything. Um, but like you said, Jared Allen, um, Chris LeVert, who's, you know, he's a decent player. But like you said, they're not Kevin Durant. They're not Kyrie. They're not stars. They're going to kind of have to put the team on their back. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if that team can get a win in the playoffs. I don't per, me personally I don't believe that they will get a win. I think they'll get swept in the in the first round depending on who they play. And you know, it, it's unfortunate, but as far as, you know, DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie, I hope 
they're recovering well. Um, you know, they caught the COVID-19 and all I can say is that, you know, I hope that they are healthy and, you know, they're doing a good thing by not going to Orlando and self-quarantine or quarantining and taking care of themselves and their bodies. Yeah, I also, I think it's really smart. I know you mentioned this earlier. I'm kind of just getting back to it. I think it's really smart that KD uh, stayed, uh, decided not to play because, you know, he's still got a, a long future ahead of him in the league. You know, he's got a good, you know, five or six seasons left. And he's one of the most dominant players we've seen of all time, especially when it comes to scoring. So I think it's smart that he's not playing, especially because last season he tried to rush back in the finals, and that's what caused him to get hurt again. So I think it's smart he doesn't play. And personally, I think if KD and Kyrie can get on the same page going into next season, this is a team that can potentially win a championship next year. I agree. And I think Durant specifically is kind of thinking about that. You know, he knows he's coming off of an Achilles injury, and those are hard to come back from. Um, so why not, you know, it's been over a year, but why not take the extra time off and prepare yourself for next season to potentially compete for uh, the championship like you mentioned? Think yeah, and I mean, like I said, he still has a, a good amount of time left, but he's not, you know, 26, 27, 28 years old. His body's probably not the same as to where he could just, you know, come back right away and be fine. You know, he's a little older now, but I think he's, he could still play for sure at a very, very high level. I don't think he's out of his prime yet, but I think his body just isn't recovering the same way that it used to. I totally agree. And like I said, I applaud him for what, in my opinion, is the right decision to not try to rush it back and take care of his body. Yeah. Uh, he's had a tough year, man. He had, he had that uh he had that uh, Achilles tear and then he you know got diagnosed with corona, so KD's had a tough year health wise. Do you know if he was asymptomatic or if he actually had the virus? Um, like like he had symptoms and stuff. I believe Durant was asymptomatic. I don't think he had any signs. He just got tested because they were running tests around the league, obviously, and he's one of the guys that tested positive. Um. But, you know, at the end of the day, he still he still did have it. And I'm sure that still takes a toll on the body, even if you are asymptomatic. I mean, I wouldn't know. Um, but like you said, had a, he's had a tough year. And Durant, I know he gets a lot of uh, a lot of heat thrown at him and a lot of trash talked about him because of his move to the Warriors and things like that. But. I would love to see Durant come back healthy and compete for a championship. Yeah, I've always said he's one of my favorite players in the league. Um, like, I didn't really agree with when he when he did leave the Thunder. You know, I'm a big Russell Westbrook fan like you. You know, we're both UCLA fans. So we really seen him come up and, you know, come into the league, start out a little slow and turn into an all-star by second, third year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, he's one of my favorite players. I guess I really like scores, and that's something he does probably better than anybody we've ever seen. You know, the way that that man can score is just insane. Yeah, like you said, he's he'll go down as one of the all-time greats. Um, can do just about everything on the floor. He when he joined the Warriors, he really turned himself into a defensive player as well. You know, he I think he averaged about like one and a half, two blocks a game, and you know he's when he's 100% healthy, 
he's one of the top three players in the league without question. So Durant, I hope he gets healthy. You know, I hope he's taking care of his body like I'm sure he is. And I can't wait to see him come back next year. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I think when he is fully healthy, he's, you know, the best player in the world. Uh, And then I think LeBron's number two. And I think a fully healthy Kawhi is number three. Uh, I'd put Kawhi over Giannis. But, you know, Kawhi only plays 50 games a season because of past injuries. But, uh, you know, they're starting this stuff, and, you know, the players are testing positive. How many players do you think are going to need to test positive for them to, you know, if they have to shut it down? Well, I know Adam Silver in the league was saying that if it gets out of hand, then they'll just call it quits, which is the smart thing to do. Um, And I think if you've been tested positive, you can't play. So they've done a good job of regulating that. Um, But more people are coming out positive for whatever reason because of the spike in Orlando and in Florida in general with the COVID-19, then the season will just, you know, have to be canceled. And, you know, it is what it is. You can't really do much when it comes to things like that. Yeah. I don't know how many, I know there's no exact plan that people know about of them shutting it down. It'd be unfortunate though to see it get shut down because we've been waiting so long for sports to come back. So I'm glad that, you know, they're. I think it's a month from today they're resuming. So that'll be nice. Um, I'm excited to see it. I know we both got the Lakers winning it. So let's just hope for the best and hope that, you know, these guys are testing negative whenever they test for coronavirus, that they're, you know, following the quarantine rules. Because from what I've read on those quarantine rules, they're very, very strict for when they're in Orlando. Yeah, no, no, they are, I think. Um, they can't have, you know, any anyone with them in Orlando. I don't. I, I don't know. After that, they can bring at least one person. But I know for the first month, for sure, they can't have anyone with them. Um, which is one of the big reasons why, like, they wanted to go to Vegas. So people who don't know, like, the NBA players specifically wanted to resume in Vegas for the, you know, the purpose that. You know, they're millionaires. They can rent out the hotels and, you know, bring whoever they want. But in Orlando, they're being very strict over there. And they're kind of just held captive in Disney World. And, you know, they just have to follow the rules. And So it, it sucks, but, you know, they're professionals and they know they knew about this beforehand. So, um, you know, hats off to them. And I hope they're safe. And I hope we get the NBA the full season and we see what plays out and I hope it doesn't yeah, get I agree with you there. Out. I'm excited to see him come back. But the most exciting news that we've had since the shutdown of sports is that our boy, you know, me you know me and Rob like this guy, Cam Newton, signed a one year up to seven and a half million dollar deal with the New England Patriots. How do you think this changes the Patriots, Rob? Well, I will say that um me and Isaac, we did predictions on our other show, and we had some different views about how the Patriots would do. Um, Isaac said they would lose some close games, and I had them winning about seven games. Um, you know, their defense is stacked. They have one of the better defenses in the league, if not the best defense in the league. They have the greatest coach of all time, and now they add someone who I think – has always been slept on. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. 
And now he's motivated because no one wanted to sign him, but the Patriots are taking a chance on Cam Newton. And I I tell you, it's going to be scary. It's going to be scary. And I think the Patriots are going to be, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Super Bowl contenders might be a little too far, but I'm excited to see what happens. And I, I want nothing more than to see Cam Newton succeed and either stay there or go get a fat contract somewhere. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see Cam. You know, he's my second favorite quarterback in the league behind Russell Wilson. You know, his athletic ability you don't really see every day. And I think the only quarterback right now more athletic than him is Lamar Jackson. But unlike Lamar Jackson, Cam has the ability to just absolutely truck people. You know, he's huge. He's about the same size as a lot of these linemen. You know, maybe not as big, but, you know, in, in terms of weight size and stuff like that. But he's got that height. And you know he's spilt, so I think it's a I think it's a good signing for the Patriots. I've been listening to a lot of you know Pat McAfee and reading on stuff, and from what I've heard, uh, you know, from what I've gotten, it seems like they're going to work the offense around Cam Newton, which seems like it's going to be really good. You know, Josh McDaniels, he's a great offensive coordinator. I think him and Cam Newton will mesh well. But how do you think Cam will do, you know, coming in from being this huge personality to having to adapt to the Patriot way? Because, you know, Tom Brady hated that. He hated the Patriot way, and, you know, that's why he left. It was tough for him. And I guess you could say Gronk had a big personality, but he's not, you know, the face of the franchise. You know, he's a great player, but he wasn't the quarterback. So how do you think that the the, the Patriot way is right. going to affect Cam Newton? Um. I don't think it'll have any effect on him strictly because I think Cam is more motivated about winning football games and showing people that he can, he's still one of the best in the league. And, you know, like I said, no one, no one wanted to sign him. There there was a report that came out that the only other team that reached out to him was the Browns, but the Browns got their guy and Baker. So he wouldn't have been a starter there. And I think He's more focused and he's more determined to just prove people wrong. He's on a one-year deal, so depending on how he does this season, he can either, A, he gets a contract to stay in New England, or B, he gets another shot somewhere else to to compete for a starting job or to be a starter for another team. Um, So I don't think it affects him very much because I think he's just really motivated to prove people wrong and show them the rest of the league, why they messed up and not reaching yeah, out to him and, and trying to sign him. You know, him. when he – he, he kind of I – th- I feel like he got dealt a bad hand. I'm glad to not see him on the Chargers, though, because, you know, even though we're Raider fans, we hate the Chargers more than we hate the Patriots because they're in our division. And I don't want to play Cam Newton twice a year. So, <laughs> I think even right now, I think he is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Not of all time. Obviously, Tommy's the GOAT. But I think right now – when Cam is healthy compared to a healthy Tom, I think Cam Newton is, you know, better for the team. So I think that they did get – if Cam Newton is healthy, I think that this team got better letting Tom Brady walk and signing Cam Newton. Yeah, and, you know, they signed him, like you said, on a one-year deal, only $7.5 million. That's not even a base salary. That's incentive. Really cheap for someone – So. Yeah, like that's really cheap for a guy like Cam Newton. And like you said, he, I think he really got mistreated and got the, the bad end of the stick in Carolina. And then people, you know, teams not wanting 
to take a chance on him and look at the Patriots. I mean, we all kind of had a little bit of a feeling that it might happen, and now it's happened. And like I said, I just I really think Cam Newton is going to be the most determined player in the league to prove everyone wrong. And I think Bill Belichick is the most determined coach to prove that he doesn't need Tom Brady to win games. And now you got two guys who are the faces of your franchise, the head coach and the quarterback that are on a mission. And I think they could potentially compete yeah, for a Super Bowl. Like you mentioned earlier, when we did our other show and we did our season prediction, I had the Patriots going four and 12, not because of their defense. Obviously their defense is really good. You know, they may have lost a few pieces, you know, they lost uh, Jamie Collins, and they lost Kyle Van Noy. But, you know, they still have Gilmore. They still have McCourty. You know, that secondary was really good last season. So, I think that I, when I did my predictions originally, I said that their defense would play well, but they would lose a lot of close games because they didn't have a very good offense because Jarrett Stidham's running that offense. But, you know, you get a former league MVP in there if he's healthy and can run that adds a whole new level to the Patriots offense because there are a lot of power running, a lot of short throws. So if they have a quarterback that could power run along with Sony Michelle and James White, man, that could be some that could be some damage right there. Yeah, and Cam Newton's been a guy, you know, outside of Steve Smith and an older Greg Olson who who was never really surrounded by a ton of weapons, you know. Um he was they had McCaffrey for I think a couple seasons he played with them, but he was mainly injured and beat up. So now I don't think that, you know, I know a lot of people are going to say that, well, the Patriots still don't have weapons. Well, the Patriots still don't have weapons, but Cam Newton's done it before and it's not. And you, like you said, Josh McDaniels is an amazing OC and they're going to build his offense around him. And it, I think it's going to be something incredible in new England. And I think they, they they may have had the best move in free agency by getting someone like yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, they can have the potential to, you know, be better on offense. Cam Newton did win an MVP with Ted Ginn Jr. as his number one receiver. And I'd take Julian Edelman over him every any day of the week. Um, and a lot of people are excited to see Nikhil Harry play another season. You know, Tom Brady didn't throw him the ball too much because he was really trying to force the ball to Edelman a lot of the season, which, you know, I agree with. Harry started out really slow. And, you know, he has that bus tag right now, so he should also be very motivated. But, you know, there's no denying the dude has speed. He's very athletic. So if he can, you know, get it down this offseason, he can uh, be a big piece for the Patriots and Cam Newton. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like I said, the biggest question mark with the Patriots is the offense. It's not the defense. And now you got a legit starter in Cam Newton. You don't have Jared Stidham back there, uh, who is a little bit of a question mark. And, you know, they, they got some pieces, you know, like you, met, like you mentioned, Akil Harry, Julian Edelman is still there. You still have a decent, you know, decent backfield with Sony Michelle and James White. So I think it's going to be interesting, and uh, I'm really happy for Cam Noon. He's one of my favorite players of all time, um, and I can't wait to see what he does. Yeah, so congratulations to, to Cam. You know, I think I could say from our show, we're really happy for you. I think he's probably going to the best environment possible for him to go to. I think that they're going to win a lot of games, but let's get into our hot take. So the hot take today is Rob and I will be discussing who we think is going to have a better season out of the Buccaneers and the Patriots. We'll start off with you, Rob. So Isaac's putting me on the spot here, but 
the Bucks, you know, they had a great offseason. They got the greatest quarterback of all time on their team. They already had weapons in there at on that offense. Um, they're still missing a running back, but they bring in Gronk. You know, the defense, you know, they're, they're, they're okay. You know, the run defense is solid. The pass defense is horrendous. And we'll have to see if how Tom Freddy does under Bruce Arians this is the first time he's playing with a new coach. So we're going to have to see what happens. And I think it's a little bit of a question mark. I know I had the Bucks going 11 and five, but uh, with Cam Newton, I think they could possibly, I think the Patriots might have a better season. I think they already have the defense. They don't have the best offensive weapons. However, Nikhil Harry's coming back. Um, you still have Julian Edelman. You still have, like I said, the decent backfield. And you bring in a determined Cam Newton with a determined head coach to prove everyone wrong. I think the Patriots can potentially win 12 games. And clearly they're going to win the division now, in my opinion. And I think the Patriots and Cam Newton have a better season. Wow, than you and me usually agree on a lot of stuff. But uh, <laughs> this isn't one of them. Um <laughs> You know, looking at the Buccaneers' schedule, it's pretty easy this year. They have a few tough games. You know, they play New Orleans twice, the Chiefs, and they play Minnesota, which is always tough. But, man, they only lost last year. They only lost – they lost nine games. But in all of those games, all but two were one-score games. And when you have a quarterback throwing 30 picks, had Jameis Winston thrown, you know – 15 picks like a normal quarterback. I'm not maybe even just 20, man. Come on, those are so many picks. But had he not thrown 30 freaking interceptions, this right. is a team that could have potentially went 10 and six. They're competing in every game, so I think that Tom Brady with his two aces, you know, they're both two of the top 15 receivers right now. Mike Evans being a top 10 guy, I think that the Buccaneers have a better season regular season wise but I do think you know I thought that I was pretty high on the Dolphins but Cam Newton with the Patriots man there's no chance the Dolphins win that division or even get close because I think Cam does really well I think that they win you know 10 to 11 games but I still think the Buccaneers are winning somewhere between 12 and 13 because their schedule is pretty simple you know they have a few hard games but and, you know, I guess Bill Belichick does have a coaching edge over Aaron's. They're two really good coaches. But like you've been saying, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. So I'm going to have to stick with the Buccaneers. But I think that they'll both have great seasons. I think this is two teams that we'll both see in the playoffs. You know, there was that prop bet of who's going to win more games. And I was all over the Patri- or the uh, Buccaneers. But I am not touching that prop bet anymore. I'm so glad I didn't do that. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Isaac, um, he did. He he was all over. You know, the Bucks having a better season than the Patriots, and I'll admit I was too. Um, but neither of us touched it. And I I can bet <laughs> oh, that we're both yeah. glad we didn't touch that. Um, my thing is with why I have the Patriots having a slightly better record than than the Bucks is. I think the Patriots play in an easier division than the Bucks do. Um, I feel like Cam is the best quarterback in his division, whereas, you know, Tom at this point of his career is not the best quarterback in his division. Um, that's Drew Brees. And, you know, 
I can't remember the the Patriots schedule off the top of my head, but I I don't remember it being very difficult. And I think Cam Newton's about five or six games better than Jared Stidham, so that's why I got yeah. And Patriots you know, fan. Foxborough is an incredibly tough place to play. You know, the Patriots rarely lose at home, and if they do, it's always a really close game. But it's going to have to be an adjustment. You know, something that I, you know, read yesterday is Cam Newton's actually undefeated against the Patriots. But he'll have to adjust from playing in Carolina to playing in Gillette because you know how cold it gets in Gillette. No, I feel you. And that's going to be a question mark. But like I said, I just – I'd rather put my fate into Cam Newton. I know I'm a little biased, but I know how determined he is. And I really think it's going to be something crazy in New England this season. Yeah, I mean, I, really I think we do. can both find common ground in saying this is two teams that we both see winning over 10 games, right? You could say that too. So I th- No, yeah, no doubt. No I think doubt. these are two they teams that'll be, games. you know, really good. They'll probably both be really fun to watch because, you know, Cam Newton's one of the most exciting players in the league to watch before, you know, Lamar Jackson was the most exciting player to play. It was, it was really Cam Newton, especially during his MVP season, but Carolina rushed him back a lot too before he was really healthy and the Patriots aren't the Panthers. The Patriots are actually a really good organization. So I think that they'll take care of Cam Newton too. Yeah, no doubt. And We'll just have to wait and see, but those that's our hot take. I have the Patriots winning more games, and Isaac has the Bucks winning more games. All right. Well, watch. after that you know, extended little break of not doing any episodes, I could say I had a lot of fun doing today's, especially with actually having some breaking news for, you know, one of the first times uh, since we've, like, really done this show. I'm glad that, you know, we have something really, really exciting to talk about besides people not being able to play because of coronavirus. So... How do you feel about that? <laughs> no, yeah, definitely have some fun. You know, I knew this was going to be the biggest topic of our show today and for good reason, you know, and I was excited to talk about it. And, you know, when I knew our uh, hot take was coming up, you know, I was I was interested to see what you were going to say. And obviously we disagreed, but I think we're just both happy because one of our favorite players is on a team now and, he could potentially win a Super Bowl that, you know. Yeah, I'm really happy for Cam. So, like I said earlier, congratulations to him. But it is time to wrap up the show. Rob, what do you want to say to the people today? Um, Stay positive, you know. Stay positive. I hope everyone's healthy. Um, Just be happy and be nice to people. And, you know, I'll see you next week for some new content. And From me? All I really want to say is, you know, what I've been saying the past couple of months, be kind to people, you know, stay positive, like Rob said, because it looks like Corona is making a, a comeback, unfortunately, especially, you know, in mine and Rob's home state, California, which is unfortunate. But, you know, be kind to people, stay safe, stay clean, build your brand.